Thanks for tuning in. This is the KO Bros. All right, all right, man. We're uh, we're live, bro. We uh, we had a week off. We had a week off, but um, you know, uh, we try to be as consistent as possible. Y'all, please forgive us. I know y'all was looking forward. I hope y'all enjoyed that. The uh, the other one we had, the uh, one with uh, Miss J Camille. You know what I'm saying? If y'all haven't watched or listened, tuned in to that podcast, go do so. Uh, we're going to continue that series. The submission series is not over. Uh, but we're not going to tell you who's who's next. But right now we have a very special guest. And it's going to be a very informative show. Um, I like calling it a show. It sounds professional. Uh, oh, no. We're beyond professional. Oh, what's what's beyond profession? You know. Okay. Us. All right. Yeah, no. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Mr. Uh, Glenn Walker, how you doing, bro? Hey, hey, guys. How's it going? All right, man. We, um, we're going to be talking about... Uh, I don't want to call it economics, like it's an economics class. What do, you, what do we, how do we, how do we categorize this show under? Because we don't, we haven't had one. This is not so much social. Uh like like uh, Snoop Dogg said, man, I got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, but honestly though, man, um, it's a really uh, important topic. I definitely think it's something that we all need to talk about at least every now and again, uh, because what we focus on grows. And what you don't focus on dwindles. So if you focus on your uh, on your money, then it grows. (laughs) Right. So yeah. So if you focus on your money, then it grows. But if you don't focus on it, then it dwindles. So uh, my job, pretty much as a financial planner, is to help my clients um, at retirement. So it's really you know if you plan strategically, like from the time we're our age right now, mid twenties, early thirties, or whatnot, and then you plan to like your sixty. Man, you can honestly retire with a million dollars or more. Right. And, and and I was listening to one of your podcasts, man, the other day. And Omari was saying that you're more likely to become a millionaire than you are to be born. So, so like... Oh, he said that, yeah. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, I, I pay attention, guys. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, so, so that's the truth, man. Like, if you actually plan out, you know, certain things, man, you're more likely to become a millionaire than you are you know, not to be one. So, um, you know, that's why what I do is so important um, just to really, you know, shed light on a situation that not not everybody talks about, right. you know, and I don't want to steal your whole show, man, but no. it's something that I'm super passionate about. Um, and, and, and besides it being my 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 business, mm-hmm. it's also my ministry. You know right. what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. it, it supersedes that. It's definitely something that I believe that I've been called to do, you know, okay. so. Um, yeah, man. So I'm I'm gonna pause here and let you guys. No, that's what uh, we got you here for. Okay, that's okay, exactly cool, cool, cool. Um, and uh, yeah. So uh, but can you can you tell them so uh, tell them uh how you uh or like the the qualifications right? Because uh, uh-huh. I don't want I don't want to say I actually probably don't know all of your experience right with uh I don't know the economics or like the money parts uh or the I don't know the things the patterns that uh, the way people make money and stuff like that um that uh. People, I might, especially our people, might look over. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, tell us what your qualifications are. Like, where have you worked, and what have you, uh, uh, what have you, uh, I don't know, what you, where you went to school for, and stuff like that. Cool, cool. All right, so, so my background. So uh, I've actually been about ten years, a decade almost, in the financial service industry. Uh, I started off with Primerica, uh, got my life insurance license there. Um, you know, started building a team, building, uh, building, um, you know, a business, right. uh, fell in love with it, man, right away, dude, like 
because I saw the impact that I was um, bringing to my clients. Okay. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and dude, I, I honestly jumped all in. And, and kind of just to back up a little bit before I talk about my qualifications, right. um, the reason why I do what I do is because um, two days after I graduated high school, my dad passed away. Um, oh, yeah, nice. man. Yeah. Sense. And he had no life insurance. Um, so basically he he was about, oh man, dude, honestly, two days ago made, um, 11 years that he passed. So like, like this is so relevant right now, man. Um, so how old he was, dude, he was young. I think he was like 57. Wow. Yeah. So, so, cause he would have been what, 60 something now. So yeah. So he was 57, man. So he was super young, uh, stage four lung cancer. He was a smoker. Um, yeah, man. So, so dual income with him and my mom. We lived in a two-story household with a pool in the backyard. Oh, I remember that. Literally, house. man, it was my dream house. Like, like, and, and when I say my dream house, man, it was like, dude, I'm from Philadelphia, man. I'm from places where, I'm from Philadelphia, where they call it the projects to move to Houston, Texas, um, where like, dude, we lived in a big house, man, pool in the backyard, two-story house, man. And like, dude, I just loved it, man. Um, and then when my dad passed away, we had to move out of, out of, right. out of our house right. into an apartment so my mom can send me and my sister to college. So, you know, back to back up a little bit, um, you know, I was going to start to call I was going to go to college for computer engineering until my dad passed away. Um, and then I'm like, man, this financial stuff is so important, man. Um, so I I got my degree in finance from, um, from Sam Houston. Um, so that, that, there you go. So Sam Houston graduated 2015 and then, you know, I kept, I was hungry, dude. I'm still hungry. To this day, man. So I kept my um, education up, and I went to Rice University um, to, to, uh, through their Certified Financial Planner um, course. So I graduated there, um, 2020. Um, yeah, That's man. Tough. Yeah. So, I'm sure so they have a great program over there, dude. They do, man. It's tough, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Really? Like, really? dude, it, it's it's tough, man. Um, I've sacrificed a lot, dude. So. Uh, so yeah, that's that's awesome, bro. I think that's a uh, I I didn't know that about your dad, and I can see how that like uh, made you that opened your eyes into how important mm. like not only planning financial planning right, but like financial education yeah. is right yeah. because uh, if you can't plan for what you don't understand, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you like that? Did you, did you like that 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 rhyming on there? Anyway, didn't even notice. But okay, did you? Wow. Okay, <laughs> I look audience noticed. You're just anyway. Whatever. He's a hater. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah no that's that's one hundred percent and so you're gonna provide a little bo- a little of both on there because even if you understand something to like because finances is a weird thing right because it's uh, uh I think the people that uh, well I guess after you understand it it's easy to plan is that right Glenn after you like you have some education on how money are uh, where where the the good places are the most efficient places to build your wealth or to store it. Right or something like that, and to invest or whatever it is. After you understand those things, um, or you know, it's easy to plan. Is that correct? I'm not going to give you an easy answer. Um, okay. I'm going to say no. Okay. Because financial planning always changes. So, oh. so even if you get a, a pattern, like let's say um, it's easy, or, or you figure something out, like dude, like life throws everybody curveballs. Oh, you know what I mean? So, right. so planning, you're planning to have kids. People are going to buy a house. How do you right. plan for that? Right. People are going to die. People are going to, you know, m- you know, more kids. People are going to live. So how do you plan for that? So financial planning, dude, it's kind of like water. It's fluid. It always changes. You know, it, it's, it's always adapting. So that's why it's really important to work with somebody that can help you through the ups and downs. Because even though your life may change, the market also changes too. Oh, so think about 2008. Right. 
Right. When when people were about to retire in 2008, right. the bottom fell out. Right. So they lost almost half of their right. net worth right. in just a couple months. Right. You know what I mean? And then even 2020, like when 2020 came, you know, the bottom almost fell out then. So it, so right. imagine somebody about to retire and then you're about to retire and then, you know, the stock market tanks and all right. your money's in the stock market. Right. What do you do? Oh, man. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? That's so great. That's excellent. I, I appreciate you not giving <laughs> so, me So it doesn't, it doesn't get easier as you right. find out. Okay. I'll say this, though. You know, it's just like working out. The more consistent you are with... And all of a sudden, no longer does it have a foundation. Yeah. Right? Or, and if you play defense, which I guess defense too much would be like uh, something that doesn't grow enough or efficiently. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you just put it in a savings account. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that, maybe. I don't know. No, what under you? your mattress. Under your mattress. <laughs> just put it under your mattress. Right? I just I'm, I'm just got a whole bunch of th- $1 bills under my mattress. Uh, right. That's not... that. I mean, I'm sure it might be there, you know, but it's not fist to grow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, okay. I like that a lot. That's great. So, let's... So, this is the way... Uh, uh, Omar, do you have anything to say before I... No, no. I'm uh, I'm being enlightened by the uh, intellect of the uh, Sam Houston graduate. Okay. All right. That's what's up. So, um, so I, what, what I planned is uh, I was going to go in age ranges, right? So, um, I was going to start... Because I, I, when I was working at the um, the mall, right, um, I met a lot of people, and I met some people that uh, had that. I don't know if they had any financial education, but I know that they set their kids up. Like mm-hmm. these are, you know, um, fifteen year olds, uh, freshmen, and you know, earlier than I was set up, right? But anyway, they set their kids up to come into the store that I was working at and buy whatever they want. Um, Freshman in high school, uh, or you know, high schooler, right? You know, fifteen to eighteen, right? And then let's or let's do eighteen to twenty-four. That's the typical age, you know. That's the gap that, that people give, right? Eighteen to twenty-four, and then we'll go to uh, twenty-five to thirty-five, right? Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to you know, we'll get a little bit older, and then we'll go to retirement. So we're gonna have four stages. So let's start with the gotcha. uh, as a. Uh, I don't want to say a child, but like a young adult or a, a teenager, right? Financial literacy or like uh, tips or uh, things that they should be teach, right? So what do you think that uh, uh, it's a good way to start? Let's say your parents aren't very uh, educated or very, you know, um, aren't very literate in finance, uh, right. finances, right? right? As a kid, what can you do to better yourself financially gotcha, at that age? Gotcha. All right, cool, cool. So I, I like the age ranges, man. I really do. 15 to 18, 18, 24, and so forth and so on. So... You know, honestly, man, I'm so passionate about this. I think that at 15, I think it's too late. Oh, really? I think it's too late at oh, that time. Man, that's a curveball. I ain't seen well, that. I yeah, that. yeah, I was like, yeah. I we need to start at zero. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> man, you need to start when you get out the womb, man. Man, I ain't but, 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 but seriously, though, man, like, because cause let, let, let's take a history in money, right? Right. So before we talk about history in humans. So, oh, man. So money, dude, has been around for for like right. dude since since humans started on this earth man right. like it was like man i'll give you a chicken if you give me some eggs or, exactly. or some you know i'll give right. you you know like dude like 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 dude we, we were bartering back in the day you know what i mean there was always currency there was always currency right. currency always has been here and it always will be here right. so i really think that it's super important to start teaching your kids about currency let's say mm. let, 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 let me just think about it man That's honestly good. like honestly I would say maybe two years old in there, okay. in some way. And honestly, I don't know how to do it, but I think I, I think it should be in there like slowly, slowly right. teaching it because 
The problem is when you get to 15 years old, you've already established a lot of habits. Right. You've already you've already established habits of spending money, of, right. of how to get money. Uh, right, right, right. So so you already you oh, already right. have your habits built right. at that age. And then once what because at 15 years old, if you don't have the habits of saving, if you don't have the habits of knowing the value of a dollar then when you get your first job at 16 years old you're going to get your check and then you're going to put in your savings account or your checking account and then you're going to spend it yeah you know what i mean because that's what they do so i really think that starting i'm I'm gonna say pick on two years old because my daughter's two at at two years old man you need to have like a little piggy bank you need to let them know what money is Okay. You know, and then also you need to let them know like how to how, like the value of it. So when they're like, let's say two to five years old, they need to have chores around the house, okay. and then you reward them so with certain pay, things. So we pay Dude, kids for chores, let's man. Listen, yeah, sure. man, for yeah, sure. like like you, you. There's a lot of parents that don't, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, right. but because I, I get it, like like I'm a parent too, so I get it. So giving kids money, and it's like, dude, like that's your responsibility. Like you're supposed to clean up the house, make it look tidy, whatever. If the parents don't want to pay them, that's fine. That's their choice. But if they do pay them, then make sure that you instill the value of working for a dollar. Okay. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Because, man, their first job should be at the house with kids. Their first job should be at the house before they go out. So, So ideally... Let, let, let's just this is um, do a scenario. So ideally, before your child gets a job at let's say a fast food restaurant, McDonald's, right, right. they should already know. Okay, I've worked at home exactly. since I was five years old, all the way until sixteen. Right. So I, I'm, I'm used to making some type of money. It might not be a lot of money, mm-hmm. but but I'm used to making something. So when I get my money, my mom and dad told me I don't spend everything that I earn. Mm-hmm. So, so that I've right there. Bought some of the things that I want, so I don't gotta bust my jacket. As as there I my you go. Check. There I you go. Jordans that I didn't, didn't get. Man, you know come, on right. come on now, come on now. So, so, so I, like, I like that thought too because you're putting them in an environment where they they're learning, but there's really no consequence. Right. If you're 18, 25 years old, and you're learning all these lessons, then you're like you, I told you, you don't it's have too money late. for rent. Like it's too late. Like you said, it's too late at that point. I, so, I so, 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 man, man, home, like, dude, like I told you, it's my ministry, dude. Home is the incubator for kids to grow and learn about right. money. Like, dude, I remember when I was like five years old, dude, my mom would make me count money before she would give it to me. Like, I would have to count, oh. like, I would have to count the change. Like, it would be like quarters, nickels, dime. Like, it would be like small things, but I would have to count it. So I had to get really good with money before right. she would, you know, entrust giving money to me first. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so, so you have to educate your kids and, 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 you know, teach them, give them that skill. Like, dude, being a parent is tough, man. Like, it's really right. tough. So I understand, like, parents might be like, yeah, it sounds good, but how am I going to have time to do it? Find time. Make it's it fun. It's priority at that it, point. It, it is. It is. It is. I think so, one thing I'm learning, too, especially with my son, is when he's around me, he has to learn. Mm. But a lot of times people don't prioritize the kid being around them. Yeah. So, like, when I'm in different scenarios, like, I just teaching what's going on in that specific scenario yeah. i think that's good I think that's like good. I, I, yeah. I forgot who it was i feel like it was you glenn or maybe it was somebody else they said that like they would go to the grocery store and like would buy like their groceries but would like give their kid like a dollar and then they would like like yeah like you have chips here you, know, you got skittles here mm-hmm. like here's a dollar like you're gonna buy this and like they would have to basically like transact 
Right. That's mm-hmm. a huge thing. Right. That but but that's something that's mundane. Like you already have to go to the grocery store. So it's an opportunity oh, in that go. moment Might to well teach. Te- make it a teaching situation. I right. love that. I actually, and it's I, small. I never thought about that. No, yeah. that's because I actually know some people that, so for instance, like that were, that are younger, right? Um, they're not super young. I'm talking about middle schoolers, right? That the transaction process or like, let's say transaction process or um, them getting the wrong change or something like that or um, knowing how much change they're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Or what's worth to buy. Something, all of those things are um, difficult for them, right? Uh, they don't want to, you know, uh, I don't know. I've seen that, right? And I think we, if they've gone through the transaction process, if, if like, you know, as an eight-year-old, I got the wrong change and I, my father or my mother was like, hey, you didn't get the right change or they gave you too much, you know, and you should be able to see that or and I tell you why or, you know, mm-hmm. if you know how to count like how Glenn was talking about counting money. If I have counted money my, since I was two or whenever I could do that, right, um, and I'm, now I'm 12, right, and I go and buy something, I know how much change I should get, right? But if I've never been taught that, you know, not that I can't count, but like, <laughs> but but I, I'll, I'll be in the car and then looked in my wallet all of a sudden. Now I figured it out. But I'll figure that out at the at the register if I mm. know already. There are some things that are easier. Anyway, that's I think that's good. The grocery store situation is great, and I think the chore situation is also awesome. Mm. So that's great. Um, yeah, you know. So uh, that's that's for. So you started at you started at two. So that there backed us up a little bit. All right, yeah, it did. It really did. All right, so two to like let's say five, eight, eight-ish, you know, definitely okay. teach them about, you know, basics, you know, the basics. And and because at fifteen years old, it shouldn't be the first time that they right. experience money. They shouldn't you know what I mean? They they shouldn't. Uh and then also as a side note for parents, right, you know, at, at when they get out the womb, you need to be setting some money away for college because okay, right. if you if you don't save for college and they you know arrive up to fifteen years old and they're like oh mom I want to go to college and you like didn't save anything they're like okay like now they're adding to this to the student the national student loan debt and which is right. you know more than mortgages Ooh. now right. you know so so it's ridiculous right. so okay. so man what, so what is the, what is that's a great because I don't think my parents save for college i don't think i just think because a lot of i think specifically i'm not gonna put my parents so like even though i already did but like um <laughs> so like uh, but uh but, but but like uh i think a lot of our black people right i think um just be like they put their kids in sports or something like that and like you fit to get this scholarship man right listen, that's what they, they bank on scholarships. We, we, we bank on that dude right. like like, like mm-hmm. and, and that's how most people bank their life though right not 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 just scholarships and like because man if you don't you know plan for retirement people like man how am i gonna get to retirement like oh well they got social security like like and social security is gonna dwindle down man like social security the average check is like fourteen hundred dollars man really uh, imagine man, you that get sounds like a lot imagine is that a month or what is it that's a, that's a month, month dude that's a month that's not a lot dude no dude. i'm saying i'm saying like that's that i've heard much lower being given to oh people. oh yeah oh yeah for like sure for sure and, and 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 also check this out if you don't pay your student loans back, they garnish your social security. No, so it, it's serious? even less well, than that. Resume. If if you don't, if if you default that. on that, you can't bankrupt your student loans. They're they're never going away. I do have a question about that. Like, let's say I have a student loan, I pass away. Does it does the debt go to somebody else? Mm, that's a good that's question. Legal, right? Well, it depends though. It depends know. if they um, signed like 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 the parent plus loans. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Really? Oh, wow. for sure. dude, for sure. What's parent dude, plus? Parent plus loan is when the parent 
um, you know, insures the um, the loan as well. So it's in both your names. Oh. You know, it's like, hey, I need more money, so um, l- let my mom take out a loan for my college. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's in the parent's name as well. Um, so most parents will um, get life insurance on their kids because, man, if the kid passed away, then the parents are like, man, I'm not, I'm not stuck with this right here. Wow. So yeah, it, it it gets real, man. It gets real. Okay, That's it gets real. Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. So so um, just so um, what's what's a a, a brief like um, because I I don't even know how as a parent to because I'm not one right, and I mm-hmm. haven't thought about college. And I would probably be low key one of them people that'd be like, "You just get the scholarship," mm-hmm. you know. And there's better. Oh yeah, ways. me too. Me too. Yeah. Right. There's, mm-hmm. <laughs> there, and there's better ways. Not that you can't get a scholarship and you can't train or, like, make sure your kid has some type of skill set that is going to be scholarship worthy, right? right? right. Um, whether that be academics or some other skill, right? Right, right. But, but to plan is not bad, right? Even if you get a scholarship, you get a full ride, well, we got this money. Yeah, yeah. You know and then you can pass it down if it's in a 529 account. You can actually pass it to the next sibling or the parent can use oh, it. Okay. Like, that that, whoa, that money whoa, whoa, whoa. Is, is, is transferable. So, if, if a kid... Has a five twenty nine. I can give it to another kid. Yeah, if they don't need it. Whoa. Yeah. What's a five twenty nine account? A five twenty nine account savings. is a college savings account. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm learning stuff. I'm See, learning stuff. There you bro. go. There. But but you know the crazy thing about this though, man, is that this topic, these topics right here, are not taught in school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like I'm being so serious with you, man. Like it, you can go your whole twelve years in in, in uh, you know school or whatnot and not know about these simple basic financial principles and 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 really so so it kind of trickles back so if the parents don't know about financial principles and stuff then it how can they teach the kids financial principles and whatnot so when they're 15 and you know first getting their job they're like oh well i always did this and be like man mom always struggled so like it's kind of like it's kind of like a generational curse that hasn't been broken without knowledge you know and that's why Dude, that's why I do what I do, man, because knowledge is power. And right. whenever you learn and know what you're doing, it, it, it really changes the whole dynamic of your family. Absolutely. I, no, I, especially as a man, right, wanting to provide and to secure your family and finances. Absolutely. Right? That I, I totally feel you. Dude, and, and as a man, dude, like when you come talk about um, financial behaviors or whatnot, mm-hmm. most men are very like arrogant and, oh. and, and 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 i'll say this man most you have different type of men but sometimes the, like most men would do anything they can pr- to provide for their family right i would say so that. yeah say no that. The, like honestly the, the the good men out there I, there's a lot of good men out there that really provide for their family no, right. so what happens is that when things get tight man they start to pinch and pull money from areas that they shouldn't be pulling from, Ooh. like retirement accounts, because they don't have a emergency fund set up. Right. So, dude, like it's super important, like for a man to like kind of have his finances in in order, right. so that way he can take care and provide for his family. Yeah. And, and when I say that they're arrogant before that comment, you know, a lot of times, dude, I see. Like man, I've been in the industry ten years. I tell you, yeah. Um, so so, so I've seen some situations. I, I've seen situations where where you know men would buy video games, they would buy guns, they would right. buy computer stuff, they would buy anything that is their hobby over, right. you know, setting some money investing away. Investing in the future. Right, right. Investing it or, you know, making sure they had insurance or making sure they had something, but but they're spending all this money on their personal things. And right. then when it comes down to their family's financial situation, you know, you know they, they don't put the same priority in there. 
Gotcha. So and it makes it makes my job a little bit difficult when oh. you have a man that's like, oh well, I'll figure it out. I'll do this and that and that, and they don't get around doing it. And got, all right, dude, I, I, right, family. dude, I'll use my family example. Okay. So so for my dad, like you know, what I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if they had the conversation of life insurance or they had the conversation of, you know, let's talk to a financial planner or whatever. But, dude, when my dad passed away, the whole family suffered. Right. So, so God forbid, if anything happens to the to the male in the house, if the wife is not the breadwinner, then the whole family is going to suffer. Exactly. You know well, what I mean? The wife, and I think that also, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I think uh, also, because you talk about like the, if the wife is not, because that just shows like the, because I think it is going to be, or... If the man is the, um, because the man is, especially in a godly principle, in a biblical principle, right? Yeah. The head of the household and going to be responsible for things like finances or whatever it is. Not saying that he's always going to make the most money. Right, right, right. right. But he's going to be responsible for how Dude, it's spent. Dude, listen, it doesn't matter how much you make. It's right. about how much you keep. Right. You know what I mean? And the Bible says that a good man leaves um, an inheritance for his children's children. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. so dude, it is so important right. for a man to set up his family and set up his life like, yeah. you know, right. You know right. what I mean? No, I um, and, and trust me, dude, like, Keith, when it comes down to making money, dude, you don't have to make six figures right. in, in order to, you know, have a good, solid fi- financial right. foundation. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, dude, you, you can make... Anywhere from like fifty thousand, forty thousand, thirty thousand, it doesn't matter, right, right. dude. You know the money doesn't matter. It's it's what you do with what you earn right. that 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 gotcha. really makes the big difference, you right. know. And, and and when you talked about credit cards earlier, man, most oh, yeah, people, yeah, 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 dude, we're gonna dude, talk about that. Wait, dude. Wait, 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 we go talk about that because that's that's a big one, even for me and from what I've seen. But I want I wanted to say I was talking about like uh about like the wife, right? Because you uh. what you do want, I think, as a man, right? Because you talk about like let's say um the 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 breadwinner, if that's the father, right? Let's say yeah. the father dies or the, the 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 husband or whoever, and um he's also he not only is he the bread the 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 um priority breadwinner but he is also um um, the person orchestrating and organizing all of the finances right so not, that, yeah, uh, you well, know most of the time most of the time uh, the women actually handle the finances. no right no i'm just saying like this is a theoretical right okay because um because interesting because like let me, let me use a situation because i uh my, my my grandparents, and especially like as you get into older generations, right? I I, I agree, it's not usually the man. I'm just giving it yeah, a yeah, yes, but not. like because um, my grandmother died, right? She had uh, she had breast cancer. She survived one situation and then uh, mm. it came back. But mm. anyway, uh, yeah, she had breast cancer and um, she died, right? And um, and I I don't know who was making more money, her or her or uh, her husband, but uh, anyway, um. She was doing. She was organizing all of the finance. She was paying for the house. Mm-hmm. She was or the mortgage or whatever, and she was paying all the bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her, uh, her 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 husband didn't know. She didn't. He didn't know who. Like he needed to. He didn't know where the bills because they yeah. they weren't doing yeah. it online and stuff like that. They were doing it by mail. I'm sure like that. Um. So they he didn't know who to mail it to. He didn't know where the bills were. Right, right, he didn't know. Right. So like they. Uh, they sold the house. Oh. It, he didn't. He didn't know what to pay for, and he didn't know where to go to do it, or even how to do those things. Yeah. Right. So, in respect to like, uh, let's say you are the, um, you are the not only the head of the household, but also the major breadwinner and the orchestrator of all the finances. Let's say all of those things are on you, mm. man or woman. Right. Hopefully, you're mm. not. You know. Well, anyway, as a, let's use it as a man. Right. So, uh, you, I would think it would be a very good thing because what if you die? Right, you would want your wife to be just as on board, not just a, um, co- not co- what is the word like a, 
uh, like when you're just going along with it, like not just going along with your plan, right? But being a supporter and active member of the 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 forwarding of it, For right? Sure. Knowing what what where the money's going, or like knowing um, like uh, how things should be spent, or the priority that you have over the household, not just submitting to, you know, or just going like, hey, we can't have this, like, cause that's like a child. Right, a child's like you. You know, I, I wanted to buy something, Dad, or you know, whatever it is, or I want to go to this place, and you'd be like, no, for this reason, or maybe just no. You know what I'm saying? I would hope that like your wife or your spouse is just as active in that investment as you are, because mm-hmm. if you leave, right, all of a sudden the structure still stands in some type of capacity, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not just going to collapse mm-hmm. because when the other person is not as invested or just is not as knowledgeable uh, in what you were doing. You know, if they don't know what you were doing, they can't upkeep the structure. You know what I'm saying? So it just doesn't fall as hard on them. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, uh, but yeah, we let's. Uh, did you have anything to say? Uh, you can say. Yeah, something. for sure, for sure, mm-hmm. man. Um, so I, I was going to that, that was man, and honestly, sorry for your loss. That was my first comment. Oh no, yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, so, so, sorry about that. Um, but all right. So secondly, I do want to say that um, you know, finances is a is a two person thing. You know what I mean? It's right. not just all on one person or it should not be right you know what i mean just for that instant that that's uh scenario alone you know because god forbid somebody passes away then it's like okay exactly. what's going to happen exactly. but also in addition to that you know it, it brings me to the point of um estate planning you know what i mean okay. so so you know we're all going to pass away dude we're all yeah. going to pass away that's not even a question about it um uh, but the way and how we pass away is super important especially if you have a family you have a mortgage you have kids you have whatever you want to make sure that you have a will set up. You want to make sure that okay. you know that even a living will set up in, in case you know how you, early you're you want to write that. How early you want to write that, Glenn? Early you want to write what the will? How because I, I I think what, what, I know because wills are often associated with people who either on their deathbed or just somebody who's very old. So tell me, man, how old I, I nah, dude, don't even think it. Oh, like like I said, all right. So check this out. I recommend my clients to do things as early as possible. Okay. Don't wait to the last minute. When it comes to writing your will, when it comes to teaching your kids about money, right. when it comes to doing anything, don't procrastinate. Got gotcha. you. Because time is the enemy. You know what I mean? Like, like, like okay. thinking that you have time when you really don't. Right. You, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so write your will as soon as early as possible. Okay. You know what I mean? Um you, you like, dude, if you're about to get married or whatever, or if you even after you're married, write that will, you know, like, like get it done. You can do it for free at freewill.com, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, and yeah. Free will, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man, like, 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 you know, f- you know, write a free will. And then when your estate gets bigger, like, you know, you make more money, you have millions of dollars in the bank or whatnot, then that's when you should get in a, an attorney so that oh, way you don't pay estate taxes right. because estate taxes is 40%, dude. Is it really? 40%, bro. Like, like, So if somebody passes away with a large estate, uh-huh. almost half of their, if they didn't set it up properly, almost half of their money is going to go away to taxes alone, bro. Are you serious? Dude, dead serious, man. Let's, like, It's so, so how, important how you, to set it up. You, what's, what's the way that you set that up in a way that that doesn't happen? Well, you want to make sure that you have like, um, let me see here, a tr- like certain trust in place, life insurance okay. in place. You right. want to make sure you have certain things in place. I'm not an attorney. That's oh, not yeah. my expertise that's at all. Law thing. Yeah, it, okay. it's it's okay. not, and it's a law and it's a taxes thing. Right. So that's when I'll bring in my partners, my okay. my law partners and my tax partners. Gotcha. But gotcha. I'm telling you, man, like there's ways to get around. There, there is like okay. generational uh, skipping taxes. You can actually skip generations, and really? you know, without paying, without having to pay taxes. Yes. Bad. 
So okay. man, the, like, dude, That's like, well, like, I'm yeah, doing. because check this out, man. Like, you work your whole life to make all this money, right. and then God forbid, when you do pass away, you don't want all that hard-earned money going away 40% in taxes. Forty percent of it to be going yes. to the government. I heard the estate, what's it called, estate tax. Like it's a uh, ninety-eight percent, forty percent. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It, it's honestly ridiculous. So that's why you know, seriously, man, meeting with a financial planner is super important because, like, like I said earlier, man, things change, and you want to make sure that you have somebody there that's going to help you navigate through all the terrains of life. And we actually do our taxes with his uh, his mom because yeah. I think. Oh really? Probably like the, this is probably like the third year mm-hmm. we've probably okay. done it with her, but it's cool because she know she knew how to to line up all the line items for Christian's business. Oh, that's uh, great. When the tax system changed, yes. they weren't doing W yes. whatever it is no more. They're not doing that no more. But didn't they change it somehow? Like you can't put on uh, exemptions or something like that. Yeah, they changed some of the exemptions. The um, oh, okay. the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act t- definitely changed some oh. exemptions. So, so as you, as things have changed, and I had no idea that they were changing. Right, right. She go. knew what to do. So so, so Keith, going <laughs> back to go, going back to your statement earlier, you said once you figure it out, then it should be easy, right. dude. Like. So it's change. never going to be easy. So you know what I'm saying? Because, dude, that. the law that. changes, life changes. Right. Dude, so Laws many things change. change. Yes. Right. Dude, there's a new tax law coming out now because of Biden. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So so there yeah, was we, a... We'll never know. Dude, right? There, there was a new tax law started uh, a couple years ago. And now there's going to be a new one, you know, starting a, f- a few years, uh, right. you know, not too long from now. I'm sure so, a whole bunch of stuff with all these, uh, especially with the stimulus and all. I'm sure a whole uh, bunch dude, of taxes are about to go. Up, right. buddy, because like you can't give away money without right. Yeah, it's gonna come back. You know, yeah, it's right. he's gonna come back. Taxes or whatever, man. Lynn, so that's Lynn. why somebody's gonna pay some money, dude. And right. trust me, it's not gonna be the rich, exactly. <laughs> right. dude. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I was are also the most financially educated because they can get around. No, no, they're not financially educated. They hire the right people. Oh, they <laughs> the right people. Oh, <laughs> there you go, yep, 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 dude. Yep. Because they hire the financially educated. Right. Yes, they hire the right people, man. Okay. You know, because dude, like these these guys know how to make the money. They don't know what to do with it. Yeah, no, they they don't know how to keep it. You oh, know what okay. I mean? They they'll spend it, but they have people in their <laughs> corner that's going to show them how to keep it. Okay, dude, right. like, bro. All right, so I was reading something the other day, man. Jeff Bezos paid zero point nine eight percent in taxes. I, I saw that. that. I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Warren Buffett Musk. paid point yeah. something ridiculous one percent in taxes. Yeah. Dude, like these, the the wealthiest people pay the littlest, the least in taxes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, dude, that's why I'm going to keep reiterating this. It's so important for people to meet with the financial professional so that way Mm -hmm. you can learn the ins and outs, man. You know, because it's a game. It's like playing Monopoly. You got to learn how, you got to learn the rules to the game. Nobody knows the oh, rules to the game of finance. Right. Mm-hmm. You go lose, you don't know the rules. Yes, you're right. man, man. You'll get buried if you don't know. So the let's rules. let's talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk about the stock market first, but let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about credit cards, right? Awesome. So like, I'll tell awesome. you the situation. Like I I saw these two. Um, this this guy come in and he uh, came in the Apple store and um, he had his five kids with him. Yeah, right. Or I don't know if they were man. all. His, yeah, he had five. It was he was five children. I don't know if he was his, but anyway, he had were five they all children. the same color children? Yeah, they were, they all looked like they all. I don't know. Anyway, it looked like his. Was he? All right, all right, all right. Anyway, he was by <laughs> he was by himself, and um, I they all so like uh, I've seen grown men and women get declined for like uh the payment plan to buy you know a brand new iphone or whatever it is the payment yeah. plan for it right? really and every single one of the kids 
took out their own because you know it's a credit check and all. How old were they? They were fifteen. They were in high school, early high school. Oh, none of them were. None of them were grown. None mm-hmm. of them were grown. Yeah. Right. So he was. Uh, he every single one of them took out their own payment plan and got all eight. Every one of them got a. I got a picture on my phone when I sold it to him, and I was. Uh, I took a picture because I was. I was astounded. I was like, these fifteen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds got better. Not only better. I had no credit at the time, but they had better credit than me. But they had better credit than adults. Wait, wait. Right? So you're saying their parents couldn't get it, but their son could? No, he didn't want one. He was. He he sent or he was with them when they got just the fact that they could get it themselves. Oh, with their own. Okay, with gotcha, their own. Gotcha, but gotcha. but of course it, they. So I asked the father. I was like. How in the world can they get their own, like, because I was like, I've seen grown people that had, or you would think had the money, right, mm. not be able to get it because of their credit. Mm. So I was like, how in the world do the, do your kids have it? He was like, man, I got them a credit card when they was 13, something, something, something. I got every one of them a credit card. And I was like, you know, just spend it was $200 or something small or whatever it is. And um, he was like, yeah, man, he was like, just spend it and I just paid it off or what. Anyway, he was just talking about how he started when they were 13 or however old you have to be the minimum age to have a bank account or have to have a, to get up, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he, I was like, no stuff. I was like, and now they can come here and just buy a thousand, twelve hundred dollar phone. Like it's, you know, anyway, I and was, then build on their credit. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it builds on their credit, of course, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he's taking care of it. Right. He's mm-hmm. not, you know, they're, you know, but the fact that he started that early. So in credit cards, right. Let's talk about credit. Right. Um, hmm. I, I'm trying to build my credit up at the moment. I'm not doing it as early as them, but right. Uh, <laughs> right. But uh, anyway, uh, how, how, tell me, tell me something like, uh, how important is credit? Do you, are you an advocate? Cause I hear a lot of some people say like, you know, you shouldn't, um, I guess like, cause you know, it's almost like a loan, right? Whenever you lease or mm-hmm. like whenever you use your credit for something, right. You shouldn't use, uh, you shouldn't buy something with credit that you can't buy uh, outright, mm-hmm. right? I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. So tell me, are you an advocate for um, people having you know multiple credit cards and you know um, for that credit for credit cards period and credit? Man, okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, dude, man, I love credit cards, man. Okay. <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on, I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. I can't even say that with a straight face, dude. <laughs> um, man, all right. So Omari knows. The struggle. Omari knows the story, man. Um, me yeah. and Omari, dude, we've been married oh, going on four years. Four years, not not going like going on five like years. You said you and Omari. Not 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 with me and him, but I'm talking oh. about you know you know with our wives or whatnot. Oh oh. But 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 man, what? Nah, dude. I, obviously, audience, thank you. Yeah yeah. Sorry man. Sorry sorry guys. I I, I I'm thinking about Omari because me and him talk a lot about our credit card, our credit card journey, our credit card history. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you guys about mine, but um. Anybody that knows me, like really knows me, man, and even my clients, man, um, that I work with, they know how much I despise credit cards. Oh, really? They know, like with a passion, dude, with a straight passion, man. Um, Yeah, like like, I I really have nothing positive to say about credit cards, but the only positive thing I'll say about credit cards is that if you get fraud on there, it's really easy to get it off versus, you know, out of your debit card. But... All right, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to word this right, man. But I thought you said what? you loved credit. Well, nah, no, he, he was joking. That's why he said he couldn't say what. Yeah, man, I was joking. Oh, no, dude, because man, credit cards. Oh. All right, so so I'll, I'll I'll wrap it up real quick, and I want no more to chime in on this one, man. Because dude, like honestly, it is the easiest debt 
to get into, man. Okay. It's so freaking easy to get into credit card debt. And so many people will be like, man, I need a credit card. I need a credit card. Dude, for five years, man, I sold credit cards to people. Right. And I felt horrible. Really? Horrible, man. Because it'll be people, man, like, Glenn, you know, I don't got the money to pay for this or that. Or I just need something, to, you know, for this and that. Well, I apply for a credit card. It's easy. And, you and, get it. Right? Yeah, and then you apply for credit card. So, basically, tell me how much sense this makes. You don't have the money to buy right. what you already need. Let's say like gas or groceries. Right. But then you put it on a credit card and you're like, okay, I got what I need. But then how are you going to have the money to pay it off right. Right. when the bill comes? Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then you're going to get yourself in a hole because right. you're going to pay the minimum payment. Right. And then the interest is going to be 20 something right. plus percent. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? And then yep. you're like, oh, man, I'm getting points back. You're only getting, man, the most. The points ain't to get rid of that. Debt. Dude, the most points that I've seen credit cards give you back is like up to 5%. Like if you're if you're getting five percent cash back, which most people aren't, but if you're getting five percent cash back, then you're doing pretty well. Right. No, but there, you're getting five percent cash back, but you're they're charging you twenty percent. Exactly. So fifteen percent is what the house is winning. Right. You know, is what what the bank is getting. Right. So the house always wins. Right. Um. You know what I mean? So it's like, dude, it, it man. When credit cards came around, dude, it messed up everything, dude. Um. You know, most people can actually, you know buy a house, you know, and pay it off in a reasonable amount of time. Dude, not now with credit, it, it's really it's really hurting people more than it's helping people. I believe that. You know what I mean? Um dude, back in the day, man, houses used to be used to be like fifty thousand dollars, man. Dude, you can never find a house for that much. And I'm not trying to go back in the day or not. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, dude, like now with credit it's ridiculous, man. And, and these companies want to make you feel like you need it mm. when you really don't okay. need it. Dude, my credit right now is averaging around 800 right now. 800 what? plus. That boy got the, the Dude, straight credit. up, man. But but <laughs> but but you know how I got it? By yeah, paying off all my credit cards. Right. Dude, like I have very little credit to none. Like, you oh, know really? what I mean? So, yes, dude. So I have very I I, I have very little debt. You don't owe nobody. I owe somebody. I I got a house, dude. <laughs> so so I owe somebody. You know what I mean? But yeah, but at the same time, man, you know, it's very little compared. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, compared to having credit cards and having all these loans and stuff like that, man, dude. I, I'm telling you, man. What like, bro? Uh, and it breaks my heart, man. You know, because when I see people coming to me with so much debt. It's like you'd be like. First of all, we gotta get rid of that. We, you know, because you, if you have so much debt, man, you can't even afford to really fund your retirement. You can't exactly. afford to send your kids to, to college. You right. can't. You can't afford to take that vacation. You can't afford to buy those clothes, man. Debt limits you. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, but but that's why people justify it by putting it on credit. Right. So so they buy the big fancy whatever they want, the vacation, yep. the houses, no. the clothes, and then they pay the minimum they payments. Get the car loan. Yeah, dude, right. they get the car loan and then finance it out and whatnot. And right. then it's like when they when they figure out like, okay, at the end of my check, I only have a hundred dollars left. Right. Cause all my bills, like all my debt, I gotta pay. Right. Dude, most people's debt payments are more than their mortgage payments. You know what I mean? Like, like it wow, get it gets brutal. True. It gets brutal. So there's a solution. Okay. I actually help my clients with debt snowball. I actually put together a debt reduction plan where it helps them get out of debt faster. I have clients getting like paying off their mortgage in like seven years. 
You know what I'm saying? So, like, dude, like, literally, man, I, you know, hate debt. So I try to eliminate it as fast as possible. Right. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Because once you that's... once you get rid of debt, then you can save money. Then, then you, you can, can spend save, money. Right. Then you can like have freedom then again. You can plan. Yes. Right. Yeah, like, Otherwise, dude, that's stage one. We can't do nothing without this. Man, debt dude, man, mm-hmm. right. I, I'm telling you, how, how can you plan when you don't have no money, man? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, it, I like it's that. really what hard. It's really hard. Okay. So, so, so do you think it is important? To so you said you got you got you know I don't even know what is it like the top is like eight fifty right that's the big eight fifty eight fifty credit you can have yes. so like what is do you think it is um is credit important like if let's say for the financially responsible is right? it important for the financially responsible mm, there's two ways of looking at finances okay two ways you can look at finances as okay I want to be as debt free as possible so I can have more cash flow. Right. Uh, there's another theology of how people finance their life on debt. Like, let's say they buy, you know, properties, investment properties, and they right. put them in debt. So, so you you'll find multiple people talking about, okay, well, pay off everything. Then you'll find people that says, okay, as long as you have good debt, as long as you have, you know, oh. rental properties and whatnot, then then you're okay. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? And then you can write it off and all that good stuff there. Mm. So, so it it literally and honestly. This is when it comes down to the individual. It comes down to the person to know themselves and what type of appetite they have towards right. debt. You oh, know, appetite for debt. Oh, yeah, okay. the appetite okay. for debt, man. Yeah. Um, That's gonna be the name of the thing. That's gonna be the name. I'll be getting, bro. I'll be getting in the show, but anyway, keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, man. So, so, so I'm just rambling right now, but that that's really what it is, man. Is it's the the appetite for debt, man. Okay. You know, so some people like to chew chew on it. And and right. you know process it, it a little good bit more. To some yeah, so yeah, debt yeah, that, that tastes good to some people. Seriously, man, that's crazy. And it you really can, does. And they'll feed it to you as much as you want. Yes, right. Uh, you yes, have it as much as you want. Yes, okay. but but then also let, let's say the good debt. Let, let's say your okay, your yeah. your renter your renters leave, or let's say a, a two thousand twenty hits again, like where you know people lose their jobs and they can't pay their rent. Uh-huh. What's going to happen then to that to all those houses that you got financed? Right, right. Cause you know the, what I'm saying. The the, the res, what is it called? The uh, housing market, right? It's not consistent. Right. right. So, um, well, I think normally it is. No, no, normally it's just right, right now we have because like one thing I always thought was foolproof was renting a home in a college town because mm, you have right. a constant no, flow of students. Right. Mm. But this is like the only time in history where like. Students are just not at not college. Going, they're not like yet, they're at home yeah. with their parents taking all their classes. Right, right. Yeah. Like you don't even need like whoever has rental properties that normally have students in them. They're probably not all of them, but they're probably like losing money. I, I believe that. There you go. I, I was really talking about like buying houses and just how like property values change. Right with culture change and gentrification mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like right but now, property is the perfect property historically property. has only gone up. Oh really? I didn't know that. Like property doesn't go up and down like the stock market; it just goes oh, up. Oh, well, know even that. the stock market historically, like if you keep your money in it, right, it, it, it just goes up. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, let's, let's sure, talk about sure. let's talk about uh, the, the stock. Market. Yeah, yeah, you want to talk about stocks? So, um, I, well, well, real real quick, I I will say this too. So I'm glad that you asked Glenn. Glenn has an 800 credit score, right? Right. So he, like my grandmother also, she has like an 800 like 49 credit. It's like near immaculate. But one thing that she taught me is that she would always purchase something like let's say she bought it january 1st she would go home that day and pay it, and pay it that day wow so Seriously. she would only That's purchase awesome. something with a credit card if 
she had the dollar amount to pay it off that day. Yes. Right. But yes. a lot whereas Glenn would say he's like, Oh, I don't have the money, let me go use a credit card. Right. Exactly. But credit but and and people have to people have to think about this. The bank, which is a billion dollar, if not maybe trillion dollar industry. Right, right, right. There you go. Depending on they're giving you a product. Right. Their goal isn't to help you financially. Their goal is to make money off of you. The bank will put, you'll put $1,000 in the bank Mm -hmm. and they'll loan out that $1,000 like 10 times. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just made, they just made like $10,000 off that. There you go. go. (laughs) But man, people don't, realize that man what the banks won't tell you you know they don't realize right. that you gotta search that stuff man you gotta learn that stuff because it's not it's not it's not easy i would say and you could correct me glenn i don't think this this financial knowledge and how stuff like credit credit um how to you know um the things you can do as early as you can to instill like uh set your kid well maybe even like easy would you say that that kind of information feel like i know everything yet okay. you know what i mean like like and so it's a never-ending cycle, you know what I mean? Because like like I said earlier, you know, things change all the time. So you always have to, you know, do continuing education, you know, right, right, um, right. the Patriot Act, you know, 2000, uh, 2001 Patriot Act, you know, know your customer and all that. So, so the, everything really changes often, you know what I mean? So I don't think there's ever a way of really knowing finances through and through. You know what I mean? Because, dude, even now with Bitcoin and crypto coming out, okay. like, dude, it, you know, like, like that's that's a whole nother right. level of finance that's that, that that's new. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like the world does not stop spinning. So there's no way to ever know everything about uh, any subject. You know what I mean? You will never know everything about it. And I don't know if that answers no, your question or whatever. What well, what was the question? Well, what did, I asked him, uh, is it is it easily accessible information? Okay, is it easily accessible information? I feel I feel like the information is accessible when you have Glenn's attitude. And what did he just say? I want to know finances and I don't know enough. I know some, but I don't know enough. Okay. When you think you know enough, You've literally you just don't. stopped learning. Yeah. Oh, Mario, that was right. perfect. Especially that was perfect. in an that was ever, so perfect. ever-changing field. No, so, like, perfect. when it comes to... Well, I was going to say medicine, but even medicine kind of changes over time, too. Well, well, like, people, medicine, used to, people used to think smoking was okay. Right, right, mm. right. And it, took, it took them a while for them to say that it is. That's what mm. I'm saying. Because I've seen my dad... Cause that's it. Cause you talk about continuing education, like uh, right. I see my in pharma. Cause like pharma, it's it's funny because like pharmaceuticals and pharmacy, or like the 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 industry of medicine, right? Specifically, pharmacy is rather monolithic, right? It's not a whole bunch of competition, right? It's it's borderline monopoly, like oh, yeah. right. So there is little change that needs to be made, right? Because I'm not, you know, there is no industry like this still works. You know what I'm saying? So, but there are new medicines that come out and stuff like that. So you do have to go and research that. But I like what you said. I think that's very true. um, That once you, if because because I'm sure because I I learned because I was in the I started and I Glenn I started investing in cryptos. Oh oh, I want to ask you. I'm gonna ask you so you can get your thoughts together. I'm gonna ask you about the GameStop phenomenon. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was I started I invested in GameStop. Um, I made some money. I made some money off getting somebody as a uh, financially illiterate as myself. There you, you know go. There saying? you go. Good job. Right, right. I appreciate it. Almost <laughs> lost everything. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, at cryptos as well, right? Uh, I had to figure out because I didn't know. I mean, I knew the purpose of like the stock market with, or like the general way you make money is to put it in there and leave it there and then sell it when it's when it's higher. You know what I'm saying, right? But there are 
there's a whole bunch of different methods and ways that you can do it. And I had to go on YouTube and listen to some people talk about stuff that I, you know, I don't know nothing about words that I had to look up, stuff like that. But if you have that mindset and willingness, like to understand and to grow, right, you can learn that stuff. Like, or and even if it's like, cause sometimes like it's, you know, it's something difficult, right? And you just got to get taught it or mentored in it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that there are those people, even if, especially as a young person, right, that's on a college campus, which is what college campuses are for. Right. Go to your economics professor. Not even if you're in economics, just go visit one in his office. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of thing I would. You know, and and, and the thing about. You know, professors, man. You know, they 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 deal in a bunch of theory. You know what I mean? So you know, so 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 yeah. I disagree. Some of them not Some of them, some of them have practical. You know, but check this out, man. I had one professor out of all my college classes that actually practiced what he preached. Okay, you know what I mean? Because if these professors really know all the you know ins and outs of let's say the stock market or you know finance or whatever they wouldn't be teaching they would not be teaching they would be millionaires themselves you know what i mean they 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 they, 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 and come on man come on talk to me now because really if they really practice what they taught they would need to teach no i understand what you said so i'm thinking about psychology right because i i i'm a psychology major right and philosophy is not the money maker so like you know but like i'm thinking about psychology all of my professors that i've had in psychology Except one, because he did intro, and he was he just got his master's, so he right. just started. But like uh, all of my professors had clinical experience, had um, did their, not they own their own practice, but they were part yeah. of a practice. One of them was in, you know, they they had experience and they told yeah. us about the stories. All right, right, so 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 let me give you my experience, right? Okay. okay. So so going to Sam Houston, going through their business school, right. and not to knock Sam Houston. Hopefully they don't, you know, come after me. <laughs> but. You know, like like how many business teachers actually have their own business? Right. How Ooh, many business I teachers know, can yeah. actually teach you about business? No, you know what I mean? Real, that's uh, real. You know, so 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 that's one one way of it. But you. then when I went to Rice, when I went through the CFP, oh, all of the oh. teachers that were teaching me were financial advisors. They had their right. own business. They were in the industry. You okay, know what I mean? So okay, it was. Okay totally different from learning from rice right. than it was from learning from a a college right you know what i mean because they're practicing what they're teaching you know what i mean like dude it, it's just so different man it, it's no it's i crazy maybe, maybe it's more of like a science thing or maybe uh because it's still a job right i think the it's more i don't know because I, I think you're right and, and maybe it's about different um uh, I don't know about how it is for education, like getting a degree in education, right? But I, I believe that you're right about specifically um, fine. I don't know what like the degree is in exactly. Is it economics or is it uh, finance? Finance, finance, right? So like in finance specifically, right? I believe that there are just some some just theory preachers, right? Mm-hmm. That just talk about what the book says, right? Which I'm sure at some point, just like just like in maybe in law, right? If you're getting a you know um, you're, you're trying to put what is it the LSAT for law or whatever it is yeah right so you're trying to you know become a lawyer or whatever it is I'm sure there's some people that just know the, the law theoretically right that ain't never been on the stand right never been in a, in a, in a hearing or whatever it is um, or ain't never been a judge right those people don't have to, to teach mm-hmm. right so so I, I believe yeah that, it's kind of like in sports like like I would I could shoot a free throw and make 10 in a row. But after, if I'm in a I game, if, I, if I'm in a game and I've been running up and down the court and I'm exhausted and people screaming, 
Right. And everybody looking at me like, hey, man, you need to make this shot because we down by one. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and and the, the, the trainer or whoever is going to be uh, instructing the in, you, you'd be like... The environment in I which never... the theory is practiced is always vastly different. I feel you. Mm. I feel you. It, it, it's, not, mm. it's not a straight line as no. the theory would no. say it is. Right, and there's there's and it doesn't account for the uh, the different variables, you know, maybe like somebody dying, or you know what I'm saying, uh, with a certain credit score, or yeah. things like that. Right, yeah. the theory makes it sound easy, possibly, right? But I, I feel you, I feel you, Glenn. That's 100. Mm-hmm. percent Um, but uh, so so stock market, stock okay. market, stock market, right? So um, are you are you invested in the stock market? I assume you are. Of course. What 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 would you just just quickly, right? What would you AMC. AMC, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, real, real talk, real talk. But uh, uh, AMC is going to the moon. It already has. It already has. But the next one is BlackBerry, bro. Y'all keep on the watch. But anyway, huh, huh. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the. Uh, so I'm in Wall Street's bets, uh, Glenn. Oh, you okay, in Reddit yeah, Wall Street's oh, no, bets? I know it's to spot. They they tell me. I'd be like, oh boy, I'll bet that's what we doing. I'm, and I'm, I switch my account. I put the money in there. Oh, immediately, I'd be like, bet. I'd be waiting on them. Uh, anyway, they told me. Anyway, so yes. Yeah, so okay, we, so 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 what you're what you guys are doing is maybe like manipulating the market almost. Oh, you know what I mean? Say that. It's called, yeah, it's called gamification. Let, let's be real. It's let's an be real. Gentrification of the stock market. No, let's ga- be real. Gamification. You guys are definitely manipulating the market. Oh, wait, with this that. is Keith. This ain't me. Well, okay, Keith <laughs> is definitely <laughs> mid- But but you know yeah, what? Keith? I lost uh, like fifty dollars, something like that. Yeah. So so Keith, quick question, man. What is your purpose of investing in all these things? Quick money. That's the quick money. Quick money. All right. So 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 all right. So so when we're talking about quick money, it's different from talking about let's say saving for your retirement. It's different from talking about saving for you know what I mean, other things, man. Because this is your Vegas money, as I like to call it, where where, where money is like okay, if I if I if I win, then I win. If I lose, then I lose. You know what I mean? You're gambling basically. You know what I mean? So so that is vastly different from what I do as a professional. You know what I mean? So what I do is make sure that I figure out what's important to my clients and how how are we going to get there. So so I deal with clients that are investing upwards of fifty thousand dollars. So I'm not about to gamble their money. In like you know Bitcoin GameStop. or just, yeah GameStop, bro, bro, the people GameStop. Wall Street best be doing it, bro. And they be like, they come out either they come out millionaires or they come out with five hundred dollars, you know, what I'm or they come out with a lawsuit, well, <laughs> depending. Don't don't make us don't depend depending. Dude, 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 you you know you know the guy that's that started what is it all this craziness no, no. Yeah, yeah. with Reddit? He actually worked for the firm that I'm working with now. Like they're no, they're, they're, they're they're so so smart, oh, you man. know what I mean? They're so freaking smart, uh, you know. He got a lot of money in games. He got a lot. Of money. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man, the SEC is after him. No, no, you're not lying, dude, not dude, lying. dude. Like, man, man I'm but, telling but you. But the reason they're after him isn't necessarily because he's smart and made a lot of money. Is is because he made public information. Mm, well, that too. I think that's what they're mad. That about. too, but he also screwed over millions of dollars in other people who were trying yes. to short the stock. Right. If he didn't screw them over, he knew what they were doing. He was like, "I bet." It, or I don't know if that wasn't his intention, though. No, no, it wasn't necessarily. His intention was for him to make money at GameStop. Right. Like, but, but, but in him doing that, when you short a stock and you lose, you can essentially lose All near good. near infinite amounts right, of money. Right, right, because it goes up and up. Right, exactly. Correct. So he goes down. And people down. lost so lowest it can go millions, if right. not billions of dollars. Right. And he may have made maybe ten million. And right. so his win. 
created billions of dollars in losses and others. And those people who can, if you can lose billions, then you can sue this guy until he ain't got no more money. Right. <laughs> and that and it's funny because that's what exactly, because um, they were trying to, because it was just like the Wall Street Bets people were the, because after, it, at first it was just the Wall Street Bets people. And then it became, uh, then it got on, it, it became, it got on the news. And, and then public people started, that's when Robin Hood blew up. And that's when Weeble blew up. And some other, I'm sure those are the biggest two, right? So like that's when those two blew up. And all of a sudden the public is in the stock market. Right. So now he has this huge following. Right. And they're investing in something that the, these firms and these the, these uh, what are they called? Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, these like, firms are trying to short. Right. So they're, they're anyway, I saw them try to scare. They they have money too, right. More than or just as much as a lot of the public. Right. They got a, they got billions of dollars. Right. So they're like I saw them try to scare they, they scare um, the public. Right, because they manipulate too, and that's why Glenn. That's why I thought I was like, "Come on, bro!" I didn't, I didn't feel like the, I feel like no, I, I feel that I feel that they you manipulate know? too because I saw it. Yeah, no, I they saw. do. They, because these guys are managing funds right. that have millions upon millions, millions of dollars. Of dollars. Right? So, so, they, so, so they, so they can manipulate it just like everybody else is exactly. manipulating. It takes ten thousand people to manipulate, but it only takes one, one firm to be like, "I bet I take out a." Uh, the uh, fifteen million out of GameStop there you and go. watch the stock there drop. You, go. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, so anyway, I saw. I, I I assumed that that's what was happening because I saw certain situations, and I think I told you a couple times, Amari. And I was like, uh, I felt because they they would tell us in Wall Street bets they would be like, y'all don't pull out. They're trying to scare us, right? Because the stock will drop or something like that. And that from the public eye. Right, somebody that's maybe a first-time trader or somebody yeah. that don't got that put five hundred. They don't have a saving, right, and don't have planning that put irresponsibly and recklessly five hundred dollars or fifteen hundred dollars in whatever it is, and that's all they got to bank on, right? It's stuck. I, as soon as I start losing money, I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta take it out, right? But that's what they wanted you to do, right? Mm-hmm. So they would be, they would take it out and then watch people take it out, and then I don't know, and maybe that goes to their plan. But they would tell us. In Wall Street, they'd be like, "Y'all, don't don't take it out. They're just trying to scare us." Anyway, I saw that a couple times. So yeah, so so long term investment is very different from the Vegas money that I'm trying to get, right? Yeah, so, yeah, most definitely. Uh, so so long term, and that's a is it is it primarily what is the the um the thing that you get the mm-hmm. monthly thing once you have a certain amount of stock in the whatever your stock market is the what, dividend the dividends right? Dividends. So like, is that what you're? So tell me about long term, right? Tell me about long term stock investment. Okay, okay, okay. That's a good, that's a good question. So really, and Omari knows this one too. So really, you know the the best thing. So when you invest into your four hundred one k, what are you investing in? Do you know? That's your, your retirement, right? Yes, but okay. but 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 it's in the market, right? Oh, I have no. Oh, I have no idea. So so do you know what it's invested in? Do you know how they invest your money in a 401k? Oh, oh no. Do they tell you? Yeah, I'm sure they, they, tell they you. They do tell you. They do okay. tell you. But do you know what it is besides stock? No, no, I don't. Actually. You don't. No. So, so do you have a four hundred one k? No, heck no. You don't. Why? I don't think I've worked anywhere long enough to. to okay, work. okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> all right, well, all right. Well, well, Omari knows, man. Omari, you know this, right? <laughs> yes. To work there okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, so really. So what? Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, all that stuff. There you go. There you go. So, so all right. So, so what I like to do is do mutual funds mainly. Okay, okay. You know, because basically you're diversifying your money between hundreds of different stocks and not more than 0.5% or 5% of all your of any of your money is in one stock altogether. Oh, really? So you diversify your money. So you spread your risk around 
right. other you know other companies and stocks and whatnot right. versus if you so so imagine you're on an elevator one elevator has a hundred cords and cables to pull you up and one elevator has one cord and cable to pull you up which one will you feel safer in I was like, is that cord strong? <laughs> right, right. <that's, laughs> I was like, is the elevator with the one cord going up faster? <laughs> so, so you know, you're young, so you 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 can be more aggressive. Right. Okay, so, okay, so, okay. so, so your your appetite for aggression, you you you're very you're aggressive investor risk, right now, right, right, which right, is good, which right, is good okay. because you're young. You need to make as much money as you can. Okay. But for most people, when they're putting their their hard earned money in there, right. where they're expecting it to be there when they're you know years right. down the road, they're like, all right, I can't afford to put it in. One quarter, um, right. you know, um, boy, elevator. It was all in GameStop. I'm telling you, when I was watching it, it well, was, it was all in GameStop. So, right. so that's what you're doing. You're putting all of it in that one cord right. elevator. But what I would most likely prefer is diversifying it between hundreds of cords. Okay, you know right. what I mean? So, so it's, you know, honestly, this is where I tone it down a little bit. It gets a little bit more boring, but it's more stable, more secure. Right. You know, it, more long term. You, you be it is kind of boring when you you know you got it in something consistent and in, in, in like you know. Whatever. Yeah, like and, and, and we can make it. We can make it more aggressive okay. as well. You know, okay. it's not like it's it's only just like you know it's, it's like a merry-go-round where it's going real slow. Whatever. Right, we right, can right. we can turn it up the heat a little bit, okay. but at the most part, you know, it's it's all about the risk tolerance at that right. point. Right. Okay. Yeah, but okay. but but really. Man, when you're dealing with a financial uh, planner, advisor, whatever, professional, um, most likely they're going to do mutual funds. And it's going to be more managed money where people are watching it every day and they're right. trading it and whatnot, making sure that it's moving staying. Moving around. Yes, yes, yes that, that that is moving around. So knuckleheads that don't, you know what I mean, you know, short the stock or, you know, go right. crazy or whatever. Right, because the stock market, that is a place that moves. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. always moving. Oh yeah. So, okay, I feel that a lot. Yeah, okay. man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so are you? So, because it's 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 I've seen, and I don't really know. Like, I, I saw her. Is it Warren Buffett? I think it might have been Warren Buffett. What did he say? Uh, Tell- he said. What did he say? He said something about how he. The the only thing that he's invested in is like, I, which I don't know. I might be paraphrasing. I might be saying it incorrectly. But he said something like, the only thing he's invested in is like the the S and P index five hundred or something, something like that. And I didn't know what that. Oh, was. I mean, I've God. seen it on there. I know, like, I know what the index is or where it is or whatever. Dude, but I don't know what it is. You know, okay. it's, a, it's a top five hundred. Top five hundred uh, companies. companies. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I know how to do is to invest, or that I've done before, is invest in individual companies. Yes. Like, or yes. Crypto. Right. So. Right. Right. That. That. Okay. So that. But that. We, but that. What the S and P five hundred fund would be uh, some of diversified funds. among all those. Okay, yeah. so is that what you're talking about, Glenn? Is that maybe an index, one of the indexes? That that, that 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 that's I, I love the S and P 500. Yes, yeah, so that's definitely something that okay. that yeah. Uh-huh. So that was a good one. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is that that's, that's something right. maybe long term that you would suggest someone? Let's say you have, you're 22, 23, and you uh, got married and you have a kid. Right. Well, well, it it really all depends on on you know their risk tolerance or whatever because okay. you know, dude, they're, they're, you can have two couples, the same situation, but one doesn't like to be as you know you know risky as the other. Okay. So it all depends. And you know, everybody's you can, different. 
you can invest in a aggressive one right. and a moderate one, like as well. moderate, moderate. Yeah. low one. So you can so, have multiple mutual. And funds. that's why I'm gonna keep going back to it. It's so important to work with somebody because you wanna you want your financial professional to know who you are. You want them to have a relationship with you. It's more of a relationship business versus you know. All right, what what do you want? It's it's not transactional. You know okay. what I mean? Be, because okay. as their marriage progresses, as their kid gets older, priorities uh, yeah, priorities change. So you yeah, want to make sure that change. yeah, you want to make sure that your your financial professional is going to be with you from the from day one all the way until like hey, right. until, it's almost like a lawyer, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You like, have lawyers for twenty years. They or, do, or the person that they call or whatever it is, or a CPA or something right. like that. Something, yeah, exactly. Right. CPA, so a, doctor, financial... a doctor, a doctor. Yeah, exactly. because you don't change doctors every every no. every year. No. You don't be like, oh, I'm gonna go to this. <laughs> doctor this year that doctor that year no you pretty much be with the same doctor was, yeah, yeah and, exactly. and, and they know your family history your medical history exactly. and they're like okay i'm tracking you you're getting more healthier exactly. or they can say nah dude you're going in the wrong direction you need right. to change things and turn things around right my business is more relational gotcha. versus transaction gotcha. okay. yeah i like that a lot no i i feel that a lot and and, and nobody says that Talking about like just like your doctor or maybe for some people their lawyer or these people that they've had for twenty years and they know for twenty years that they um, not have don't have a transactional relationship but a a, a relational uh, benefit from yes. knowing them right um, you're paying them of course for something but Absolutely. like it's a it's a relationship that is built right or like for, for some people they're you know for some sports people that are successful in that they're agent they right? are, yeah there you, like that, there you go there you go come on nobody now talks about find those about, analogies yeah right, 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 there you go right. there you go nobody talks because there, there's those people right um, but there are n- none of those people are no, nobody talks about having their financial advice or I or in the commonplace having a financial advisor that they've had for 15 years yeah I need to talk yeah to my financial advisor as a, especially as a black person you'd be like you got a what why do you think why do you think most people don't have a financial advisor what, what, what are some I, of the I don't think they, uh, they, they might not see the um, value the initial benefit of having one right they want a transactional situation mm. right so they'd be like you know if I pay you for something I want something to change right now not only that but they don't I mean I think it also comes from like financial literacy right but I think more so it's uh, just like the transactional um, the transactional essence of um, whatever transactions period shows an initial and immediate benefit right benefit Mm -hmm. I pay for something and I get something back right now Mm. right you go and have similar to why I don't think black people well I think that's part of it but um similar to why black people don't get not just black people but period like people don't go and see therapists like Mm. they should or or psychologists Mm. right you can go have the first three meetings you have with a psychologist are going to be um, they're not getting into nothing deep, right? Yeah. I've, I've had yeah. a psychologist before, right? And I'm a psychology man. I was trying to speak it up. And she was like, no, this is, <laughs> this is necessary, right? It's also a relational, it's a relational thing, there you right? Go. It's not, I can't, I, I'm sure they could just be like, all right, this is wrong with you, this is wrong with you, I suggest you do this, wow. right? That's wow. not, I, you, you, it, it, especially with things that go with the, go or, or the things that have to do with the intimacy of your home mm-hmm. and your behavior, just like your, you know, I don't, I don't think, I think both of those things have to do with your finances as well, your behavior, mm-hmm. your priorities, mm-hmm. your 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 family and financial circumstances. All those things have to be understood and yes. related to before you make a decision, mm-hmm. right? So just like that, right? You can pay for after I pay for three, let you know, 
um, meetings or whatever, um, whatever it is, appointments, right? I'm like, man, I'm still depressed or I'm still, my credit's still 412. You, you know, know and, and people, people <laughs> like, like we're, we're in a microwave society. We want immediate change, which, you know, in these like businesses, it's not immediate change, man. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like it's incremental change. It's like, I read a book called The Slight Edge. You know, like over, let's say, uh, like let's say twenty, thirty years or whatever. Like, if you going straight. I guarantee you that if you don't course correct over time, you'll right. find yourself slightly changing and, and going in a different direction. Right. So you might start north, but you'll end up going east right. because you haven't course corrected. Right. 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 So so same thing with finances. You might start off with a strong, you know, um, you know, foot. But then if you don't course correct, if you don't see check where you're at, if you don't have periodically really checkpoints, you're going to be off course. So right. when you end up getting to like 60 and, you know, whatever, you're like, man, I'm here, but I'm here and I don't got no money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and Keith, you know, I'm talking about that so much right now in, in our po- podcast meeting because it's so important, dude, because, man, I, I've had a meeting with um with a guy, man. He's like, you know. Up in his 60s or whatnot, man. Okay, okay. Dude, man. And he was like, man, you know, I, I've worked my whole life. You know, I, I've done everything right. I didn't sell drugs. I, You know, I had a job. I did everything. Right. But then when I, when it's time for me to retire, I have nothing to show for it. Oh, man. You know it what I mean? It could me. Now, listen, listen. That's the vast majority of, of a lot of us, man. All right, man. You know what I mean? It's because, man, we pull up to retirement. Man, we've worked hard. We, we've done all we can. We, we sacrificed. Yes, man. And, and right. we're expecting mm-hmm. to be able to live our golden years. But then at the same time, man, most people got to work at Walmart. Right. You know what I mean? And Walmart's going away with their greeters anyway now. So it's right. like, what do you do then? Right. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? So, so man, check this out, man. Like, <laughs> like what we do, man, is so, so important, man. You know what I mean? It, it, it's underrated. You know, like most people take it for granted. They're like, "Well, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll figure it out later. I'll, I'll do it next time or whatever." But man, I'm telling you, man, when you the faster you get with a financial professional, the better it is, man. I feel period. Okay. Period. And 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 just like you talked about, like the the direction that even if you're because nobody is perfectly on the line, right? But there are some people that are more misdirected than others. Yeah, right? yeah. So and, even and, if uh-huh. you're doing all the things that quote unquote are correct. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And, and I think less people are doing so more the earlier they are. But any the, the younger they are, I'm sorry. But like uh, for like myself, that I think I'm, you know, uh, I don't know, taking some steps, right? I need to probably have, because eventually, right? Because I'm not perfectly on the line. Eventually, I will be going east or west. Yeah, right? if I eventually. Have, and and, and most those people that have even less financial literacy or understanding or just the people like you to talk to, right? Resources, things yes, like that, yes. right? Um, they're even more misdirected and more west from the beginning, right? right so it's even right. more urgent. And, and as a 25 or 18-year-old or, you know, you, you know, or I'm sure you have to be a certain age, you know, to, to book the appointment and pay them. But like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, right? Uh, just the need. You you have the the, the the person that like uh who is the uh the planner right has time to build a plan for you mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. if you're 65 and you're worried about retirement you like well you know what I'm saying you, you don't got no time left you know yeah, what I'm saying? Well, yeah. we, like <laughs> and, and you don't have no time left and like and just not, this is not a 
I could do a couple things. Probably there's a, probably a couple things that you can do right now to change a couple of your circumstances right now. Maybe you know if you have the money to do so, because you're probably gonna have money to do so, right? Pay off certain things or whatever. But there are certain damages that only are gonna heal over time, right? Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that you can do productively that are only going to be built over time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like investing in you know uh, a Roth IRA, or I, I assume that's what I hear. I don't know. But like you know, uh, or or you know, fi- uh, what is it? Life insurance yes. and uh, the 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 S and P. You invest in S and P right now. It's not you know it ain't gonna do nothing no, tomorrow. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Right? You you might want to put that mess in GameStop. You put it in <laughs> Ethereum real quick. I bet it, you know you lose all your money or you'll get you you know anyway. But uh but yeah right. So anyway, that's what I uh, I think that's great. There you um, go. There you go. But uh yeah man we uh we actually uh are running out of time. Mark, do you have something to say? Do you have something to say? Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 talk, I'm, I'm enjoying. Graduation. We talked about graduation. We talked about the stock market, right? We talked about uh, the earliest you can get into um, planning for your finances, which I thought was awesome, right? And how parents can do because we, I'm sure there's the age range we have is, is younger, right? So we might not even need it to get all the way into you know retirement because there are very few people that are listening that are retiring, right? But just planning for retirement, right? Um, we talked about parenthood and stuff like that. So um, one more question, Glenn. Um, did you um, like for the people that um, looking forward to retirement? Because you remember you asked me, you asked me uh, if I had a a uh, 401k mm-hmm. right and i was like no i was like i don't um i had one opportunity to, to have one but that's because i worked at a really good company right but that you know most most people places you have to you work for a certain amount of time if i think that's the correct thing right mm-hmm. so um life and i've heard people who had who was trying to sell me life insurance be like it's the best time to invest or like to have a life insurance plan mm-hmm. when you're young and i'm like it, it seems so unneeded, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, ah, what what do I what do I need? Like, you know what I'm saying? So tell me, like, what's some effective ways to plan for those for those um, younger people who have either the financial literacy or just like maybe have gone through something like you did with your father, right? Um, and can understand how important it is, mm, right? Mm. What are some of the things that someone who is younger? Um, who can do to invest in that long-term future of retirement or something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, two things I would probably say. Um, one, let's talk about the life insurance, man. Okay. And, and, and my, all right, and I, and I know for time I'm going to try to speed it up. So basically, all right, and, and this one is touchy, man, because okay, uh, okay. uh, me and Omar are on two different spectrums of this. Oh, for sure. Uh, so <laughs> I would probably recommend getting a whole life policy okay. when you're young. You know, and may, maybe paying it up, paying it off in twenty years, because let's say you know, you know, we get a whole life policy when you're like twenty five, thirty, whatever, and then twenty years when you're thirty, you're fifty years old, your whole life policy is paid off. Then you have cash value that you can borrow from, you know, at the time. So oh, is that how that works? Oh, okay. Yeah, like like so so a hundred thousand dollar whole life policy, you're most likely going to have somewhere around fifty thousand dollars in cash value in twenty years. Oh. You know, so if you I wanted to, you can borrow from that to help subsidize, you know, retirement or something. So when the market's down, you take from your cash value at that point, and then mm. or, or you you know, so that way you don't take from your principal and your investments. Because when the market's down and, and all your money's in investing, you don't want to take out at no, that you time. Right. You want to Yeah. You want to buy. You want to keep right. it in there so it can grow. Right. So that's why you have to have alternative 
money pockets. Right. You got to have all turn. Yeah. So so the earlier you start, the better. So even let, let's say for you, Keith, you said that you don't have a four hundred one k. No. Right. Right. But my man, you're you still have a job, right? Yeah. No. All right, so all right, all right, all right, whatever. whatever. I'm, 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 I'm banking on this. I'm making my money off of Ethereum. Okay, <laughs> dude, I love it. I love it. But check this out. You at least need to have a, a, a Roth IRA outside okay. of your job, so that way when you get paid, you're putting money into your Roth IRA. Start okay. putting a little bit of money away early because that's what I'm saying um, earlier about my part of you know teaching your kids early. You know, because we make money regardless. Like if you get a job or you don't have a job. You know, you've made money before, right? But out of all the money you have before, you have a savings account for, right? No, one hundred percent. All right, right. But then also, you need to have something for the future, like you know, you know, retirement or something. So that way, you're consistently planning for that, you know, retirement one day. You know, and you don't have to be consistent. Like put, let's say, like five hundred dollars every month or something like that. But at least you know, do something. At least have something so that way when you pull up in retirement, you're like, man, I've saved so much money and it's earned interest over time that oh. I'm gonna be okay. Oh, does it really? I oh yeah. Know, I didn't know. It does it earn int- interest because I know like in the bank it does, but like in in a Roth IRA it earns. A That's certain- the whole point. Yes, in yes. Bank, because at the bank zero, you earn point zero zero one percent. Seriously, mutual fund theoretically, if you got a good one, it should give you ten percent. Yes, really. Yes. Where the credit card company, when you when you bank with them, right. they make ten percent off you. Right. They do. They do. <laughs> Okay. I so, know. so, so I, I would recommend you know maybe having your life insurance paid up early, okay. so that way when you do get married, it's like you're already insured. You already got your insurance. You're already covered. Yes. Because eventually you're gonna have be married, have kids. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about anybody else. Right, right, right. You're gonna you know. So if you're if you're not married yet, eventually you you will be married. So you're gonna have to get it eventually. So. Right. I recommend trying to pay it up as fast as possible so that way you don't have to pay on it anymore. You're done. Right. You know, and then also start some type of retirement account, okay. preferably a Roth IRA. So that way when you pull the money out, it's tax free. It's tax free money. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't have to pay taxes on it. Because with your four oh one K, when you retire, you're gonna have to pay taxes on all on that, that money. That. Right? Right. So um a Roth IRA, you don't gotta do that. Yeah. So who, who do you who do you start that with? Because I don't know nothing about that. You right? started with me. Oh, that's, that's what, how you get it. That's, that's how, how I you, get it. Right. So where, where do we find you at, Glenn? Where do we find you at? Where, <laughs> Man, where? you know, you can find me. I, I do have my website. I wish. Do you have a website on your thing? Uh, do we have on the, the, on like the podcast on the podcast? Oh, we have an email. We don't have a website. We have a we, we have can a, can, we can probably put it in the like podcast. Oh no no we yeah, put it in yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'll send my website information. Um, yeah, my, yeah, it'll be in the description. It'll be in the description. Yes, yeah, yes. Go ahead and it, it, that's where you find. That's where you you start financially yes. planning your future. And, and, and the go. cool thing about Glenn and Mass Mutual is that literally anything that you need done financially, he does it. Absolutely, like that's, absolutely. That's because man, so. we like like I work with attorneys. We do wills, you know, um, man. You life insurance, life insurance, you know, investments, um, dude. Anything, even for businesses, we do um, employee okay. benefits. You know, Retirement. you know, all that stuff, man. Like like, dude, I'm a one stop financial shop. That's what I'm talking about. Come all on, right. now. guys, get yourself financially educated and uh, disciplined. 
Yes. Right? That's that's how and, it and, and you know, and uh, not to make light of it, not uh, you know, not to, you know, keep beating a dead horse either. Mm-hmm. But seriously, man, the earlier you start the better. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like you know, I know most people are gonna like procrastinate or whatever or feel like, Oh man, I don't need that, I can't do that, I don't have it or whatever. Whatever right. excuse you have, right, throw it out the window. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's, ba- it's, it's basically like church, come as you are. Mm. You know what I mean? Like like it's literally like don't try to get yourself into a position where like, oh, I'm making X amount of dollars and now I can finally do something. Come as you are. Okay. You know what I mean? You you don't go to church when you got it all together. You go right. to church because you need to get it all together. Right. You know, right. you don't go to a financial advisor because you have it all together. You come to him because, hey, you know, you know somebody you that can help you. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So so definitely come as you are. All right, man. I appreciate you, Glitch, for being on the show, bro. This is great. I knew it was going to be informative. Very, and, uh, very right. It was a uh, very enlightening, and I actually knew less than I thought I did. Which I like, really, no real talk, because like uh, you even asked me like, <laughs> like I, I didn't even because I didn't even know exactly why I didn't have a four hundred one k. I was like, ah, I was like, I don't think I. Luckily, I haven't worked anywhere. Like, luckily, I haven't been there somewhere. You know. <laughs> Uh, for I don't know five eight years and still haven't like even thought of it but like yeah I had an excuse but uh, anyway right um yeah yeah we are the KO Bros we appreciate you Glenn um Amari any any last uh, remarks real quick uh nah I'm good bro okay Glenn uh say say uh where where one more time you get what's your what's where you where 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 can we find you at bro. Man, you know, I haven't set up all my good stuff yet, but I do have a Facebook page, uh, Glenn A. Walker the third. Um, what else, man? Um, I'm, I'm going to give you my link to or the just like uh, your email. What's your, what's your business email? You know, I, you know, I I have a business email, but also, you know, I'm I'm thinking about going super independent instead of okay. like branching off from Mass Mutual. I'm thinking about doing my own firm, okay. so I don't want to give the Mass Mutual email and then it changes later. Okay, okay, no, no, we got you. Uh, but we will just let us know when that updates when you yes, are in, yes. when you got your own. Uh, what is it called? What it would be called? A firm or practice? My right? my practice. What your own Both, practice? Yeah, right. We'll right. put that in the uh, in the description, and maybe we'll bring you back on. You oh, know for sure. What I'm there we when go. You, there we are, go. When you're independent and up and running. Awesome, like, man. Awesome. awesome. And maybe bring my wife with me too, man. She's awesome. Oh yeah, actually, <laughs> we're gonna have to do that. One hundred percent. Yes. She has been. Let's not neglect the uh the extreme support system that he the has. Home, the homemakers. Yes. Home. Right. Exactly. Because when he comes home, he can have all this money. But he coming home. If he coming home to a barren home, you know what's the money mm, for? What, what's you know what I'm saying? But uh, somebody got to be put in the college. But uh, uh, anyway, Kale Bros, we appreciate you, big dog. Much love.